Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. So without further ado, let's proceed. One for the party, baby, pop on the road, drumming, knock back a drink, there's nobody home. We had to crack some eggs to make the omelet that was the neighbor and mustache bracket. That record session ran on for over six hours. I had to cut over an hour of material from in between all of it, but I made it seamlessly and smoothly flow together. And in fact, in a producer flex, what I'm going to do is turn around and take everything I cut out and put it back. You're welcome. <laughs> Much like a Pulp Fiction reference. <laughs> Bonnie comes home and sees a bunch of gangsters doing a bunch of gangster shit. She's going to be none too pleased. You know what, Jules? I'll get fucking divorced. And you know what? I don't want to get fucking divorced. <laughs> I love how, like, just just on the nose, the dialogue is in that moment. It's so. Oh, good. yeah. It's, it's just like the one of the biggest things people hated about the breakup was like, it's too real. I'm like, yeah, that's what made it funny because they deliver it in a funny way. But it's real conversations people have like the dishes, the dishes conversation they have is so funny because, you know, he delivers those lines so well. Yeah. But you've all had that fight, but it, you're not as funny as Vince Vaughn. <laughs> so that's what makes it, that's what makes it funny. It, Vince Vaughn opening a Russian doll, a Russian nesting doll, just like one of the funniest moments in cinema. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! There's another one here. Yeah. You guys got to check this out. I got I got to see where this bad, bad, bad boy goes. And like, I want to know how much because like I know he does a lot of improv and like riff, riffs and everything. Like that I want to know how much is just off the cuff for that man because he he doesn't stop. He doesn't miss. He just it's most of it. That's it. It's you yeah. can feel it. General outline and go from there. Exactly. Yep. Like here, here, <laughs> here is your outline. We need you to hit points A, B, and C. I don't care how you get there. Go. <laughs> so wait, going back to True Detective season two, wasn't Vince Vaughn in True Detective season two? Yikes! I was told to stop watching. <laughs> yeah, I think don't don't stop watching. Hold on. Don't stop watching, but what is it? What do you got to say, Yanks? For me? Yeah, what, yeah, you. What were you going to say? I, I think, I honestly, <clears throat> all I remember, God, my memory is not great, but it was I remember well. being so stoked about season two. And I'm trying to remember, I think it was, who was that? It was, it was Vince Vaughn season two. It was. Okay. okay. Yeah. I just, there was something about that whole. <laughs> It just didn't have the same vibe. Well, it, it's it's not the same vibe at all. It's it's not because season one and season three were like the creepy underbelly of like satanic rituals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Season two didn't have any of that. But that being Ma- said, Matthew McConaughey is so good in season one. So good. So good. That being said, I was going to say season two is a good show. It's just not when you compare it to True Detective season one. This is the paradox the the uh pitfall of art yeah. that we that we all fall in where we want to compare something to its like to the work predecessor of, yeah that's what a that's a maze told me when we had him on cinephobiacs he was because we we're talking about because i was just watching season one at the time and i was like you guys stop season one it, it doesn't get any better and then maze is like you can't compare it to season one. Otherwise you will think it's a garbage ep- or season. And I was like, yeah. okay. And then I never got into it. And, but season two is still good. It's just nowhere. Like 
so season one, like a hundred percent perfect season, right? It's like one of like the greatest like eight hours of fucking TV content you could get. Season two, probably like a seventy five percent, maybe even higher. But just comparing it to that, and when you're expecting, like, also when season two came out, people thought that it was going to be Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey again. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know that it was like an anthology thing, like a like um, American Horror Story or whatever. Because I think True Detective was the first one to do that. Hmm. You know, I, I'll throw this out here. It just reminded me, um, Twin Peaks came out in 2017 was season three. I don't even count that as part of the Twin Peaks anthology. Yeah, like same. it was so disappointing. Because there's no way in 2017 you're able to capture like the campiness that But it was just kind of like, <laughs> I don't even want to choose this, it exists. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. So. When shows disappear and then come back, you have like Twin Peaks is a great example. X Files. Arrest Development's good at Arrest oh, Development's good. X-Files, the X Files return was so bad. I won't watch it. I'm it like, was I- awful. I was watching X-Files last night. Selena walked in. She's just like, season one, you know, Mulder and Scully just looking. And she's just like, would you have a threesome with them? I'm just like, don't don't ask me that. <laughs> don't, don't threaten me in a good time. Like, don't make me like, say <laughs> yes. It's like, you don't, you don't want to put me in that situation where I'm saying, yeah, I'm going to have a threesome with these other people when I'm in a relationship with you. Like, come on. And I was like, you would too, right? She's like, well, no. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Come on, come on, come on. Let me see. Where's all right? Turn myself down. This? Am I coming out super loud for you guys, or how's that sounding? It's a little Good. bright, a little, little hot, but not it's bad. A hot. Okay, a little bright. All right. How about now? Is that all right? Uh, a little bit hot. All right. Let's, oh, let's you go. sound, you sound, you sound like your sexy old man self. Oh yeah, coming in hot. And these, these sounding hot enough here. Uh huh. too loud a little loud okay i feel like you and me it should be louder <laughs> yeah. audio irony yeah. exactly that's, that's what i was getting at like it needs to be loud for you being silent <laughs> and now the outsider's social club is going to fast forward 0.01 blood alcohol content into the future 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 so looks like I'm going back to Vegas September 17th for a Rufus Wainwright show. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Just don't stay at the Encore. It's expensive as fuck. I got a place. Yeah, no, no, no kidding. No kidding. All the Uber bills I paid my whole week didn't even count for one night at anything on the strip other than like, you know, nothing. So, yeah. Ubering is the way to go in that, in that town. They've got that stuff figured out. I walked everywhere. Yeah. Also a good idea, unless you're lazy like I am. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was times we took, we took, we weren't into Uber when we, first, when we went out there, so we took cabs. I mean, we only took one cab, I think, but the rest of it was, I mean, that was just from the airport. Rest of, rest of we walked, we took the, the, the metro, the, that shuttle, the monorail. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet, too. That, that's yeah. pretty helpful. Cuts off a bunch of mileage, yeah, for sure. Have you, we, so did the, we did the hop on, hop off tour, the bus, the hop on, hop off tour. That's also a good way to that is, get around. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Sorry, it's Rufus Del Sol. I misread the text. Either way, this guy's a classic, not going to go, so I'm not worried about it, but 
Also, also, what happens? I'll, I'll push him to the brink and I'll call his bluff, and he'll buy these tickets, then bail it on himself the last time and not be able to sell the tickets. So, anybody who wants to go see Rufus Del Sol in Vegas, get yourself there, and I'll I got put you up <laughs> September seventeenth. <laughs> I'm always looking. I don't even know who they are, but I'm looking for a reason to go back to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Goods tried to keep me out late, but I refused to let him keep me out late. And I sent him home early. Where where is this motherfucker at? He's got some Somebody family was... life going on. I feel like Coley Coley's been quiet recently. Yeah, yeah. To her, she's. I think she's got a full plate right now too. So. Yeah, life's it kicking happens. me in the dick right now too. So uh, fuck, let's get hammered. Hell yeah. <laughs> Does life look a little gray? Is it kicking you in the dick? If so, reach out to Hammer Dink. Reach out to Hammer Dink. We'll get you hammered. Yeah. Life kicking you in the dick. Try bong hits. So, oh, Cocaine Bear. Completely <coughs> random aside. Hmm. Okay. Campy, joyous, jaunt, romp. Romp. Jump, romp. Romp. Romp and Great jump. Great romp. romp. But also, they had, a, they had a, uh, a, uh, a trailer for a movie called Doug. Doug and his dog. And um, it's about a white trash dude who beats, who abuses his dog and like drives like 500 miles away and drops the dog off. The uh-huh. dog beats a bunch of stoner friends and they're all talking dogs, right? They're all talking. You hear them, hear them thinking, hear them talking. Oh, no shit. And the trailer goes, you know what? Doug and I had one thing in common. We value our dicks. So I'm <laughs> going back. I'm going to find Doug. I'm gonna bite his dick off, <laughs> and that's the trailer. Wow, I was gonna say when you started, I was like, I'm out on. Who wants to see this fucking dog? Well, the trailer starts shit? out. The, the trailer starts out really funny. Like this, this terrier, this little tiny furry terrier, you know, um, is like uh, outside a door, and and uh, you see him running outside, and and this this white trash dude and a wife eater throws a throws a can at him or whatever. Here's your food, like a can of Alpo, and it skips. It's like Doug and I have always liked to play things. It's like. It's called fuck. Doug will throw things far, far away, and I bring them back. And every time I bring it back, he yells, fuck. You know, so one time he took me in a car. I got a feeling about um about I this got a feeling. coming. Like like the success of Cocaine Bear has like definitely opened the gates. We already had this with uh, Sharknado where it like captured the imagination of America, but Sharknado didn't do the numbers that fucking cocaine bear did. Cocaine bear did more numbers than a Marvel movie. We're going to see. I think, I think Sharknado would have done numbers if it were to gotten the theaters, but it never went to theaters though. Well, then maybe it laid the groundwork for what we're seeing. I would definitely agree with that. It definitely, with the whole, so bad, it's funny, you're going to get into this, let's do it. But what what I'm saying is is that, like, Troy talking about that trailer makes me think we're going to see about 50 of those this year. Well, there's what, the meth gator or whatever that's coming up next? Really? Oh, come on, man. I was excited for it, and then it's like, ah. Then, I mean... Uh, Winnie the Pooh came out last week or two weeks ago. The oh, we did? the Honey Killer or whatever it's called. Oh man, did that Honey do Pot Killer. I think it got a UK release first because I think it's based in UK. Um, <clears throat> so I don't. I it wasn't a wide release in America. I don't think so. Again, 
What? Awful. It was awful. Did you see it? So it's not awful good. It's just awful. No, it's just bad. Okay. Like bad. Like bad is good. But like it's trying to do like too much like saw or like an actual horror movie or or something like that. I don't know. Did you see Terrifier two? No, I don't like. Oh, fan- fantastic movie. Was it Terrifier one? Terif- well, Terrifier uh, one was like made on like a twenty thousand dollar budget. And then it got all this like praise on like Netflix when it came out, and then they made Terrifier two. You've been muted, <laughs> Dick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta support independent films. Just we gotta support our own breweries and our local breweries. We gotta support independent films. Does Netflix do independent films? Everything's made by Netflix production company, right? <laughs> well, no, and they picked it up. It was an independent film, but they picked oh, it up case. to the stream. Hey, Rano, undo that mute. I, no, I, don't. I gotta say, of all like uh, of all the workshopping of of potentially bad, good selling movies, I like the idea of just being like Meth Gator two and not having one. That's brilliant, <laughs> Troy. You need to trademark that right now. It's like why well, go see one? Two's already yeah. out. Shit, <laughs> fucking one is a piece of shit. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like Elephant Four. Never. Yeah, they went one, right past one it. Dead. It's like, in, it's, like, it it's like in Spaceballs. How can we watch the movie Spaceballs if we're filming it right now? <laughs> Classic. Instant home movies. <laughs> Is that what we call them now? Well, that's that's a, that's a line from Spaceballs. Oh, I was making a porn joke. <laughs> I mean, it might be instant for you. It's not instant for me. So oh. that. That deserves a that deserves a uh, some our version of a Hakeem Nips laugh, Nick's laugh for sure. Yeah, we don't we don't have anything on those lines. <laughs> yeah. Very very appropriate for that. The best we got is this. That's the winner for everything. That's yeah. huzzah. When light kicks you in the dick, call us at Hammer Dink. At Hammer Dink, we'll get you what you want. It could be a sip, could be a snort, could be a shot. Could be a puff. Could be a one-timer. Either way, we'll get you where you want to be. Hammered Ink. Speaking of that. That reminds me of like Humperdink, like from The Princess Bride. But Hammered Ink. Nice. Humperdink, Humperdink, Humperdink. One word, Hammered Ink. That would be too trite to do an episode on, but I would love to do a whole episode on The Princess Bride. Book versus versus movie. Oh, so good. (laughs) Never seen it. Oh, what? Justin? See, that's, hold on, that's, that's just my segue to <laughs> the fact that I um, Goods told me to watch one of the best movies ever made, apparently, and I finally watched it last night. I watched really? Shawshank. No way. I watched Shawshank. Wow. Doesn't hold up, does it? It's boring. Slow. It's not. No, it's really no I, I disagree with that. Well, it is a longer it? movie, but I, I was... Rivet it through all the way through. It's it's a great it's, movie. It's still well, welcome to the club. Yeah, we 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 give a, give us a some more organ music there, Rano. Oh yeah, hot damn. That's we've... it's up there with all three of those movies for this reason. It is perfectly cast all the way through. Same thing with um we talked about. We compared the three Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank. I feel like all three of those movies are not. It's hard to say a perfect movie, but. 
No, there's very, 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 very hard to find a flaw in the movie. Only flaw I really have with Shawshank is they aged zero in 20 years, 30 years in prison. <laughs> like, other than he's that, left. it's... Yeah, he's life that. doing a hard time. But Apparently. I will, I will say, Justin, just as blasphemous as you not seeing Shawshank, and just as good as Shawshank is, and now that you've understand, now that you understand this, Princess Bride is all of the same things for different reasons and a different era. Perfect casting, perfect direction, young amazing characters that will Columbo. last forever. Like, dude, it's it. The writing is incredible, dude. Everything about it's a perfect movie. Yeah. Perfect. And then you listen, you listen to or read the book because they're so amazingly different. It's like the very the one of the very few books I've ever seen where the book and the movie were equally great in two opposite directions, as opposed to the movie's better than the book or the book's better than the movie, whatever else. Which I also have a top five of that whenever we get to that someday. Yeah, that's a good one. I was gonna say the Godfather falls on that list. But I don't know what you're talking about. Someday I might ask you for a favor. Hey, you know, you'll have to give me the favor. Just that's say. also on my list of things to watch. They <laughs> are one is slow. Godfather's great. Uh, one is slow, but it's setting it up. Two is 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 perfect. I really like one. Three is is so going back to like art and comparing art to its predecessor. Three isn't as bad as everyone likes to say it is. But that being said, it's not nearly as good as two because two is a perfect film. So it's like True Detective in that sense. It's one of those impossible. It's impossible. That series is impossible because one was so incredible and two is even better. Have you seen the re edit of three? It's a so they re released it. I think it's called Coda, like Godfather 3 Coda or something like that, but it's like a re edit of it. And I mean, I Hmm. like it, but either way, should we do that? that? Wasn't a movie about deaf people that won Best Oscar? Different movie. This is <laughs> Sorry about Sorry about that. I get mixed up. Just because I talk like this doesn't mean I'm deaf. Okay. It's all right. I like it. Irano at one thirty seven fifty seven. Uh mark out the deaf uh the, the deaf abuse, huh? <laughs> I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> Before we get back to our brackets, since you mentioned these these movies Justin hasn't seen that are world famous, you have seen the the other weirdly culturally important movie scarface right oh yeah a lot of times okay just check to make sure you can you can you may come to the next recording then because you at least pass the test <laughs> it's just it's just like we when i started getting the movies i was because like, i i've said like i've seen a lot of the spoofs of all the like classic movies I've seen, and that's right. what i grew up on was the spoof so like when i when i was watching uh predator for the first time i was like oh this is from hot shots part duh but it's obviously actually it's the other way right. around. It's like, <laughs> and like the, now I get the goddamn joke. It's like right, like stupid and, all and uh, all I pretty much knew about. I mean, I knew some things about Shawshank, but pretty much all I knew was the Family Guy episode where they do Shawshank, and I'm like, I'm like laughing. Like, oh, okay, that's where Family Guy did this, and that's why I'm comparing it to fucking Family Guy versus not yeah. the other way around. <laughs> Fun fact about Shawshank Redemption that you don't care about. Are you ready for it? I'm I'm up for it. Super. Movie was filmed, as we all know, maybe not all of us, but in Mansfield, Ohio, at the correctional facility there. Fun fact, your friend Troy from Idaho was originally Troy from Ohio and grew up 
35 or 40 miles away from Mansfield. I thought you were going to say you spent some time in that prison. (laughs) That would have been a better fun fact. I was Boggs. (laughs) You were one of the sisters? I would like to tell you that Andy fought the good fight and the sisters (laughs) let him be. I'd like to tell you that. I mean, his narration is so good and it's so perfect. I miss my friend Andy. Yeah, because it's like everything. It's like you, he can tell you how Andy, well, they say he murdered the fella. And it's like, well, you know, I don't, I think we should maybe forgive him when you say it that way. <laughs> he had his reasons. I'm sure he had his reasons. That, that bitch deserved it, right? Like, <laughs> like He says the, the fella she was banging. So, I mean. And say, 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 the, the warden is a perfect villain. Perfect yeah. villain. Did so he have a bunch of cunning, So cunning, like he, he, befriends you but then like cuts it cuts you deep at the same time like so so good so the fact that you cross yeah i'm gonna look that actor up but i don't think i've he's so good at what he does that i don't think i've liked him in anything ever (laughs) like he is really really dislikable perfect well that southern warden had a moment there for a lot of movies from you know 1965 to well till yesterday so (laughs) indeed well, on that note, should we uh, bust out some brackets? Let's do it. Let's uh, let's get it down to the final eight so that we can bracket it. Eight. The eight. What the fuck Let does the that mean? Go wow, it's time to pee. That is fucked up. It just merged two sounders. Operator error. No, this board's acting fucky. Debate. Hey, you guys. Eight. Oh, Can I read the uh, the second sentence in uh, the warden's? Oh, is, please. By do. the way, does anybody know the real name of this guy? No. Bob Gutton. Nice. Did you look it up? I'm on his page right now. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. No, just a big fan. Big Bob. Are you looking at the fan. second sentence of his Wikipedia? No, I'm, not, I'm on IMDb, so go, All right. in, inform me. All right, here's the first half of the paragraph um, from the second sentence in his Wikipedia page. He is known for playing strict authoritarian characters. So memory serves correct. Hmm. Made it into the second fucking sentence. Yep, yep, that checks out. God, I hate that guy, but... God 14th loves- son of a preacher... God- is the third line in that in that Wikipedia, right? Jesus. Fourteenth line of an even fourteenth child of an evangelical preacher from Alabama. So he ain't fucking acting. He's uh, that oh, comes no. natural, yeah. man. That shit. Is it bad? The first thing there. I think of him in though is Ace Ventura and Nature Calls. <laughs> he was in that. <laughs> yeah, he's. I wouldn't remember seeing him anywhere else. He's the uh, guy who's like trying to take all over the bat guano, essentially, and take over the tribes wow again a thought figure trying to take over the world essentially see yep <laughs> he's fucking born into it yeah john whiteman <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even acting that son of a bitch is just tuesdays he was gonna be a dick anyway now he's tuesdays with bob yeah he was he was a late starter in the game he, he didn't get into the game until 81 he was almost 40 years old when he got into the game jesus he's dead now now he's still alive still kicking Hmm. Almost a fine there. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to develop a career as being known as an uh, authoritarian authoritarian president or, yeah, or a character, 
You don't you get can, there you, until you can't age be nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not right. getting there at like age twenty-two. It's like it takes no, a lot of years to build that, up your hate. Yeah, yeah. How did yeah. that asshole get in charge? <laughs> There's no way they put that nineteen-year-old kid in there. He's you could do like head. leader of the young life chapter. Or, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, I oh my god, you. young life. <laughs> the youth Republicans. Well, well it's like um. I like I go back to Pod Meets World. They had Adam Scott on because he's in Boy Meets World, and they asked the question like, "Why do you play? Do you enjoy playing sarcastic assholes? Like, is because like they kept on saying Adam Scott's one of the nicest guys you ever will ever meet. But, like, he's like, yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun to be something that you would never want to be. And like, he just, I mean, obviously his character Derek and you know, um, Step Brothers, complete asshole. I mean, yeah, all like, a lot of his characters too. are pieces of shit and it's like complete opposite of what he is in real life and so it's like but apparently according to this guy he's a hard gristle veteran over here <laughs> so yeah. he's just playing himself <laughs> well if that theory works correctly i'm gonna sign up for the next bill gates biopic i'm gonna play bill gates because that dude ain't nothing like me i ain't nothing like him ain't nothing but a hound dog I don't have the rim shot. I was, I was going to yeah, give you the sorry. rim shot. You can give me the rim job. Hey, now. Hey, yo. It's going to get the tuba. It's going to get the tuba. <laughs> but then you start visualization, and then you're like, I should retract my statement. <laughs> a tuba be hit. Put, the, put the Discord chat on, on online, then, then people know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got to show that to my supervisor today. I was like, hey, look at this. You want one of these? <laughs> I just ordered it. <laughs> I, like, I said, I'm, I want to order a pack of these stickers. I'm going to put them on anything I send anywhere. Just, here you go. <laughs> these are all your yeah, guys' Christmas for that, gifts. <laughs> sorry for that Discord release of the Kraken, but I felt it was I felt it was going to be hilarious, and it paid up. I'm glad we got Joe in there finally. It does, well, was, of course, yeah. trash the uh, trolling goods uh, chat. I think it makes it better. We keep we keep oh, filling yeah. it up with stuff. I agree. <laughs> uh, shit, but now he so, now he knows what, I uh, now he knows I don't think cousins is good. What did it entail to take uh, to get goods to sign up for the discourse? Like, what was that like? Shall I set the stage? Rim job. Hey <laughs> Where in the world is Troy getting hammered? It was a dark and stormy night. I the drink or the actual storm. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. I, attractive older man with white hair and large jowls, across the room saw a younger man, tall, athletic, perhaps a runner. He looked at me, and I looked at him. And lo and behold, we sat next to each other. And I said, hey, brah, you should be on Discord. His answer was, I am. I just haven't signed up yet. I said, okay, let me send an invite. So I sent him the invite, and he signed up. End of story. Hmm. So he said, I am, but I haven't signed up yet? He's like, I have Discord for work, but I don't know how to use it. Uh Yeah, I had had it from like a year ago. I'd just never done anything with it. So when you guys brought it up, I was like, well, I guess if I'm going to learn it. So that being said, I think he probably owes us some thanks because we've helped his job career. 
Yeah, I can put that on the resume. Yeah, we we just saved crypto. Fluent <laughs> in Discord. Can Discord. Yep. Isn't that isn't that crypto by definition? No, I actually almost did save his job because. Well, I would say I'll say I'll take credit for saving his job. I single handedly saved Good's job because oh, well we're talking again at the bar after we randomly sat next to each other when I noticed that handsome man and uh, let him know that the country of El Salvador now acknowledges cryptocurrency as a legitimate coin and must be honored at all vendors. No shit. Yep. El Salvador going to drive the world's economy. Well, that's what I appreciate about you. Is that what you appreciate about hash? <laughs> Bringing El Salvadorian facts. <laughs> and now, the Outsiders Social Club is going to fast forward 0.01 blood alcohol content into the future, future, future. Did you put this podcast on your resume? <laughs> no, I put my other resume. podcast on the resume. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I use the, the uh, I, selling I points say... of speaking to Sarah Spain and David Sampson, where I'm used to talking to sports figures. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we're not going to get you a job, so don't use this one. Which is why I feel like whenever I say, like, I was, me and Goods want to do the uh, Mighty Ducks podcast, I might just frame it as I'm doing it on my podcast and bring Goods on <laughs> to do there something. Because I feel like the guests are, like, looking up the podcast we're doing. Like, what's the half-ass podcast network? Right. <laughs> you wouldn't fucking believe it. So, Justin, when you want to have uh, unaffiliated Pioneer League guests on your podcast, I'm your guy because three of them live in my house all summer. Hell yeah. True. So, yeah. Did, we you, say, could... did you say who? I said true. I just said who. I'm like, I, like you're going to know? Unaffiliated, bro. <laughs> you know Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I was like. John, yeah, John yeah. stays in my house. <laughs> yeah, like a 15 round draft pick out of like Coastal Carolina. John McBaseball. <laughs> reliever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Billy Brewbreaker. Yeah. Drafted in the 88th round. <laughs> Jimmy Outfield. Timmy Outfield? Jimmy. Oh, I like Timmy yeah, Outfield. That's his brother. Timmy, yeah. Timmy's in the infield. That's Timmy Infield. <laughs> oh. Timmy yeah. Third Base. Jimmy and Timmy, twins. <laughs> not, not to confuse with Johnny Pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, as long as he's not a belly itcher. That's it. <laughs> Congratulations, Justin. That's pretty sweet. Good for you. Hopefully, it works out. Thank you. Yeah, totally. That's awesome, dude. One forty-eight ten to one fifty-one thirty. I was gonna say now. on this break, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hit the over just from the break. <laughs> uh, I can see the fucking glass. Yes, you're gonna hit the over. <laughs> well, I topped this one off because yes, it's gotten a little aggressive. Uh, no, I, I put a, I put a little mixer in this one. <laughs> a I little. Really, the thing's still brown. <laughs> well, I really honestly feel this like, and I mean this in the most loving way possible. But this. Uh, podcast Twitter page should just be pictures of Ron podcasting. <laughs> like, I swear to God. Stages of like, Ron. It's, it's like the most joyful, wonderful thing. He's in a dark basement. Justin said we've never seen him anywhere else. This is true. That's true. You, you guys YouTube. don't even know that I exist outside of this basement. I don't. Yeah, definitely. Aaron Rodgers is sitting next to you, like in the corner, just quietly. Be a figment of your collective imaginations. You guys don't know. He's like, I got out of this deprivation, like this darkness place in Oregon, but I had to go over to Ron's basement to finish it off. I had to finish right. my shat in Ron's basement. 
Yeah, it'd be a good place to, to do a lot of drugs, I'd have to say. I've, I wouldn't know, but I would guess that if you had to pick a spot. Top nine. All right. Well, if you guys get back to the draft, I shall return. I'm going to go pull a yikes and be right back. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Pull a yikes? Oh, what does that no. Mean? I'm eating oh. dinner, so I'm chilling. Invalid format. Ain't no guess. It's what going to be. That's your fucking invalid format right here, you son of a bitch. Oh, you good look. Uh, yeah, Dan yeah. Patrick in this movie is so fucking young. <laughs> four man. Well, I guess I can't play a commercial. I could play the H and R Black ones. I guess they're on. That's a great one. Play it. <laughs> if tax time puts you in the squeeze, remember. Last year, our train specialists over at SM Block released the tension for over 10 million Americans by preparing accurate income tax returns for the simple payment of relinquishing control. Our in house master accountants never miss a decimal point. That's quite a return investment and quite a good time, too. Now that your mind is clear, thanks to our professional in house dominance, be sure to thank SM Block for providing your thoroughly authoritative tax returns. Relax, we got this. SM Block. Taxes with a punch. That's the other one. Yeah, fuck. This is going to get off the rails. I've drank a lot of bourbon. Well, you know, what you do, Ron, is you buy the bourbon in the big liter and a half bottles. It doesn't feel so bad after a night of drinking because it's still half full. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... well. Has anyone bought the uh, alcohol from Costco before? Yes. Is it good? Yes. I've heard, like, good things about, like, the Kirkland brand that's decent. The the vodka is Grey Goose. Is it really? Or it's Grey Goose or Belvedere. I'm pretty sure it's Grey Goose, though. But Either that's way. what they do with all their products. Like their batteries are Duracell. Like they they get rather than paying to get into the manufacturing of all these goods, they buy them at bulk and then at such high prices and with the caveat that they can rebrand it Kirkland. Hmm. So that's why it's such a great quality then, because it is high quality. Yeah, because all of it is like literally the top tier, and they're just like, hey, we're going to use your stuff. And then you prop, like, I'm sure Grey Goose gets like a good deal for selling their stuff at Costco, like as, as some sort of. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. What do you think? Do we want to put a timer on these uh, on these brackets of four when we run through them? I've got those 30-second timers from the last session. We can do it. I mean... Yeah. Whatever works. Yeah, I got time. I I think most people's 4-1s is going to be real quick because it's just so lopsided. I think two... And everybody knows one against four and two against three, right? Oh, I got sleepers. I got sleepers. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. I got so many sleepers. Oh, there might be some upsets in here. The Canadian bracket, I am completely lost on because I don't watch any of their shows. So, (laughs) oh, you're missing out. You're missing out. Like I've heard good things. It's just you know, I never got into either of those. Well, I don't know if Letterkenny hits as well for people in a bigger area, but for me, I mean, it's literally larger than my town 
And it's, uh, like I said, all the characters, I know them. Know yeah. them all. Like so fucking tight. We can, we can always go back and re-listen to Semi-Sport episode 38, where we did our top 10, top five Letterkenny shows of, for the first eight seasons. Wait, there's it's eight wrong. seasons of that show? Oh, there's no, 11 seasons. There's like 12. Oh yeah, 11 God. or 12. They're short, though. There's like six to seven episodes, eight episodes. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't think it was that old of a show to have 11 seasons. And I hate to I saw, say I saw it, but I think it's Jump the Shark. Yeah. yeah. That really last season, I, I stopped watching it partway through. It just it wasn't yeah. doing anything for me. They, all, the, all the running gags they could have had, they kind of let go. Like, they got new showrunners or show writers or something. It was there was just like, like every year they would do a Valentine's Day episode and a Christmas episode. And it was just funny because they would put all the people in the same room and do a Christmas episode. You know, and they'd be walking around outside celebrating the crucifixion at Christmas because, because they didn't know any better of their of their yeah, stuff. It just felt like forced. That. Like when they did an yeah. episode about chips, I was like, really? Who That's cares about you chips? Got? You got, yeah. yeah. We're going to pretend like people really give this much of a fuck about chip flavors. Like, uh, I, I think I'm not, I'm certainly not creative like, like the vast majority of y'all, but. I think that once you come up with an idea, you got to commit to, to dropping the idea, no matter how successful it is, after once it's done, three yeah. to four uses. Otherwise, you know, if, if it's a thing, if it's if it's a phrase, that's different. But if it's a thing, you got to drop it. And Levy kind of forgot to do that. They forgot to do that in a big way. And and now they have chips episodes and and, yeah. and like Gail's yeah. so one dimensional. It's not funny. Yeah. It's like, this oh, is now a, a Letterkenny hate <laughs> podcast, evidently. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get it. Let's make it out of that bracket. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Hey, there's the rim job. Got yeah. jokes. Two bucks, Got same jokes. as in town. Hey. All right, well, let's get back to this bracket now that uh, that was a very uh, long break. I am <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna. I should find the time hop sounder for that one. Honestly, it's uh, that might have been a 45 minute break. <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, but I ate dinner and now my blood sugar is back to probably where it should be. And I feel I have energy. And well, now the Outsiders Social Club is going to fast forward 0.01 blood alcohol content into the future. 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 Goods is trying to get into the chat or into the Zoom. Oh, shit. So in case we want to introduce him. God, you don't have room for the Minnesota sounder on the board. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Dan Gladden. That's what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> that cleats up slide photo was amazing. That must It was amazing. Yeah, yes, it was. That foot, that foot is like feet four up, feet like, up in the air. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, you both got him in the eye socket. What were you, fucking Ty Cobb? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. This is in the 80s. Uh, knock it off, you prick. Mustache doesn't buy you that much leeway. Yeah, it does. Fair. Fair. Hey. All right, all right. Round four. Wait, Wait mighty are, blow. We getting, are we getting goods in here? I could, I totally spaced that out already. Dex <laughs> is our guy. <laughs> Five seconds to, ago. No, it's a long time, man. That's can't expect me to pay attention that long. You're muted, fun. yikes. Ron, I'm going to work on this as the intern. Uh, I will try to see if I can get goods in the chat. Well done. The Zoom. That's what I appreciate about you. Yeah, just, get, just give him the chat. Don't bring, don't bring him in here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Keep him in the waiting room. I can do Troy that. I won't let him in. Nah. <laughs> that'd be Fuck, hilarious. guys. 
right. as, soon as, he, as soon as he shows up, I'm going to do that. Okay, I'll work on it. All right, I've got the that's TV. A, that's the right. next level of trolling Troy, like or trolling uh, goods. <laughs> it's just like, all right, you're on Discord now, but now you're just in the waiting room. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, come in. we'll put him in there, and then we'll send one of you guys in there with him and see what he does. We'll be like, no, the password to, hey to the the password to the Zoom is in another app that you don't have yet. You got to get you got to log into Slack. that. Yeah, get into Slack. Click the invite. Go to Slack. Sign in. Join the chat room. It's in there. We'll see Enter you your hotmail address, and then you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're in AIM. Go to your AIM. We brought it back. Blinder. I'll send him. What was that precursor to Facebook? MySpace? MySpace. MySpace yeah. we're, we're meeting on MySpace to, to match your level <laughs> right. of technical ability. This, this right here is five of the top eight right here. <laughs> The password is in the metaverse, bro. You have to go into the metaverse. Jail put your VRs. And to log on to your the- MySpace, which we're in the MySpace in the metaverse. Go into my farm Oculus and find it. Look in the tractor. The Rift or the Oculus. I can't keep up. All you got to do is get Farmer Simulator 9000, okay? We're in there. It's a free download from Pornhub.x. You got to know a guy to get it. It's not just on the AEA. Invitation yeah. only. Yeah. The software from Lawnmower Man, buy that, and then you're good to go. <laughs> go down the street, there'll be a guy on the corner named Bill. He'll be wearing a trench coat, and you got to ask him, you got to use a cold word, sweet potato, or he won't, uh, he'll think you're a narc. If you use yams, you're going you're to get arrested. <laughs> he might knife you. That's a, that's a gamble you're going to take if you want to get into the Zoom. But you that's tell up him to you. You're not a co-op. <laughs> oh, he's a co-op. He's a co-op. <laughs> Fuck. So I gotta teach you all how to read your emails, <laughs> evidently. Well, Joe, no, you need to you need to teach him how to read an email. We're yeah, all here. Email. Oh, I'm still right. impressed that he's in Discord. I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had you see, I had to set up through Twitter, right? You saw that how that worked. Oh, hey! there he is. Got to use the sound effect. Goddamn. Hey, um, welcome, welcome in, goods. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Is that? We and also... there he went. And there went Justin. And this what thing has gone completely off the fucking rails. It's just 32 neighbors. Why is it hard? Is this this is hard? Is this, <laughs> it shouldn't be hard, but uh, all right. We're two hours in. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just, I just want to get Irano. down to one. We're fuck. <laughs> Hey, Ronald, you might want to let the people in the, from the waiting room. You control the thing now, so. I do? Oh, Christ, this is too much pressure. It's... All right, can I get them into the room? Let's see. I go to participants. No. Where do I go? Not I don't know. Chat. Reactions. Oh, this is bad. Ah, oh, fuck. This is epic. You put the wrong guy in charge of the technologies. All right. Fuck. Reactions, apps. Ah, oh, Christ, I just died. Uh, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I, uh, I haven't figured it out. Hide self, gallery, full screen, speaker. No, what I. What do I do? This is. This isn't working. Yeah, wait, see? Oh, there he is, hey, yeah. I didn't hey, you guys, you know. 
do we know like how big of a deal this is that he's logging in on Zoom via Discord? <laughs> some I'm impressed as shit. fuck. I'm gonna say it. I yeah. Just... yeah, now he's what happened there? I got booted. Uh, I was Troy. Jabooty. Troy, what you you put me in you put me in jail or what? You didn't stay up late enough with me the other night, so I had to put you in jail. And Zoom jail. Bullshit, man. You know how you know how I felt the next day? Third time while you were here? Like a beer at nine AM like I did? Uh where did Justin go? I don't He's in know. the waiting room waiting for you. Um because <laughs> I wanted know. to make a comment on how it's a no sleeves type of night. <laughs> no, yeah. I was hold mine up and, right. yep, go. let's go let's yep. do it when he comes back let's all just have the sleeves up oh like, yeah man i could just go shirtless you know, and just pop it better off. option just yes. pop it off just pop off yeah. the top there so what you can send people to uh the well it's funny because it's set to as soon as you enter in you just come in and you're muted right yeah. so like and there's no password so i put you in the waiting room and you got to figure it out for yourself how to get back in well, or I just, just I, I just do what you did it. and quit and log back in. Yeah, that's all I did. So Justin might be there for days waiting you out. <laughs> Balls. Well, I got impatient. Of course you did. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hit the over. God damn it! I'm gonna kill this bottle of whiskey. What is now. this? Uh, what's this pot about? I don't even know anymore. Drugs. I, uh, yeah. Hey, good. It, this episode is called Doing Drugs and Rolling Up Your Sleeves. That's uh, and that's what I'm going to do. And some whiskey. Can I? All right, hold on. Has anyone seen the movie Accept It? Mm-mm. I do not. No. Hash, Hash looks like the rocker who wants to get into college and has his GI Bill. <laughs> He's like, I got my GI Bill. I can pay for all four years of college right now. <laughs> Yeah, I play the bass, bro. So, <laughs> can is it is it possible to have somebody like paint a picture of Troy's face when we start talking about shitty movies? <laughs> like it's it, 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 it needs to be framed. It, like, it, it needs to be framed. Literally needs to be framed next uh, to the presidents of commissioning the United a States portrait of, America yes. of like most stoic looks. Well, see, that's why I got. I got Admiral Ted Jansen over here. Mm, he's, yeah. uh, he's a very good boy. And That's a dog sighting. Would, Everyone drink. Troy would be is in that kind of a dog, or you know I what have... else that is? Nobody gets the joke. Part. So I need, I need since since goods is, picture. Since right. goods is here now, I have to make him happy. Brooks was here, hey, and yo. so was Red. <laughs> What? I said Brooks was here and so was Red. Oh, uh, Shawshank, there you go. You loved it, didn't you? I finally saw it and I loved it, yes. You synced it. I synced it. God, I almost I almost missed that reference. I was like, I smoked it. I know, I was like, you're not going to, I was like, I just wanted to drop that little bit of a reference and see if you picked up on it. Because I, I knew, I wouldn't say if you, if you get busy living, you can't get busy, busy dying. I was like, that's, that's a line everyone knows. Too obvious, but, yeah. Yeah. In Vermont, there's a fence row. Okay, what would you what would you do miles. then? Would you give <laughs> Would you give Shawshank Best Picture, Forrest Gump, or Pulp Fiction? I I still think Pulp. I mean, uh, Forrest is my favorite just because it's just such a nostalgia thing for me. 
And I, I said it earlier, there are three perfectly well-casted, perfectly well-directed movies. I can definitely watch Shawshank again and not, you know, think anything of it because it's such a great movie. Um, I still feel like my, my, my rankings of Pulp being number two and Shawshank number three. But again, if, you, if it was a draft and I got left with Shawshank, I wouldn't be upset. There are no losers in that draft. Those, yeah, those three yeah, movies, that, though, are, are are a place of life movie. Just like you know, Justin, you've been throwing out a few things that like this was a thing with with Finney or whatever else. Like, I remember being a different adult of each sorts of those of those times. Even though it was just one year or whatever else. Like, Pulp was one kind of person I was hanging around with. Then there was the the uh, the one with Forrest Gump. That was a different kind of thing that came later because you could get videos. You know, you had to wait like a year and a half to get a video, right? Right. And and so uh, Shawshank was always on the bottom for me just because of where I was in life, not because of what the quality of the movie was. And I think that's really great a great thing to talk about with this stupidity of the thing we do here is because yeah, that's all it's all tens in our old little worlds. But you know, thankfully we could have an argument about what a pedophile Mr. Rogers was. I did not use that word. Will not stand for any Mr. <laughs> Rogers slander. No, like I, I definitely agree. I'm going to do like, drugs remember, about it. I remember being like so taken aback by like, how great Forrest Gump was when I first saw it in like '95, '96 when it first came out, and then when I first saw Pulp, I was like 19 years old, getting into drugs—not drugs, but smoking weed a lot and all that stuff, and like and drinking and partying. And like, there's obviously a big parties, drinking and smoking and weed and drugs, and that. And I was like, this is cool and like really mm. got into christopher walken and his character in that movie i love bruce and so it was like Blanche. that 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 took <laughs> a huge like you, you know impact on me it's just the fact that i've waited 36 years almost to see shawshank it's gonna be number three it's not it a bad a, movie at all it's not it's not a, it's not a slight in the movie it's just where i saw it and when i saw it i, well, think, I actually think it'll go up on your list if you watch it again I when think. your kids get it's, bigger, it's possible. and you get you get more time, watch more times on TBS. It'll get, it'll go up the list. I also well, we, got like I I recorded it on E because that's what was on like Xfinity. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And they they were bleeping out the f words. Like, what else? What else I'm missing? And then I realized I still have HBO Max, and HBO has it. And I was like, oh, I didn't really miss watching. There's just a lot of cussing, and shockingly enough, there's no racism in that movie. Like blatant racism, given the time frame, there's no racism in that movie. I think you're right, and I was stunned by that. I was, I thought for sure uh, Morgan Freeman was gonna have some kind of treatment towards him, given the fact they're in the '40s. Now, granted, they are they're in the North, but still, it was the '40s. I thought for sure there was gonna be some racism thing, and it wasn't. I think it's one of the observation. There's a really interesting thing you said about uh, like generational movies, and we go back to Pulp Fiction often, and I think that's a great film, but I also think that one of the things about that film was there was a timeline going on. Troy, you and I are about the same age, right? Exactly. So there was a timeline going on where that didn't make it to the cinema. Like you were kind of like living in college and watching like arty movies, and came out and like what is this it felt so strange and yeah. i don't know how i'm related to sean shawshank other than the point that what justin was saying is that like uh it's not a racist movie and there's a lot of really good characters like people that you can 
you can relate to these characters and you're I'm hopefully never going to jail. But it, it, like you relate to them. So. Yeah. I no that that's good because yeah, Shawshank was very much a traditional movie and it was you know it was it was the classic arc and pulp fiction was was done in reverse on purpose and it was so attractive because it was the same time as like Fargo had just been out you know there were a couple of a couple of movies that had come through um you know say anything and and do the right thing had been out and and some of these other movies that had been through that genre in the past two or three years before that that came to fruition and like to have a movie that was something that you could understand me being being you um and have some connection to all the characters like we've all we've all been all those characters in our lives if we did it well or if we'd lived it long or at least long enough to be here and so I could always relate to everybody. And that's always how I like a movie. Like Cocaine Bear was hilarious and campy, but I'm never going to, you know, be any of the characters in there. But the Park Ranger, no no spoiler alerts, but the Park Ranger steals the show. See Cocaine Bear. Spoiler alert. That, uh, the Scott, what's his face? Scott Sice. Nope. It's a chick. Okay. Uh, are you talking about the comedian Scott Sice? Yeah, he's a he's. I think he's a paramedic in the sh- the movie. Oh, cocaine bear. <laughs> I reach. I reach out to him and come on. Like as soon as he did all that like IKEA stuff, I reach out to him. But yeah. having her back, he's so fucking funny. Yeah, he's got a solid six or seven minutes in the movie. Well, like he's from Towson, the Towson area, which is Baltimore area in Maryland. So I was like trying to get him on because he's kind of a local talent. So, but let's hope and also so. Ron died again. He did. Empty screen. He gone. Gone, disappeared. Uh, just to wrap up the Pulp Fiction Forrest Gump Shawshank Where thing. If I were making an argument against one of those movies rather than which I like best, you know, like pointing out flaws. It's Pulp. I think I would find the least amount of flaws in Shawshank. And yeah. you're right. The most the most in Pulp. For me, I, I think I discussed it before. But the Mia and Vincent is easily the weakest part of Pulp. There's the oh, no. flaws in like, oh, like, no. I, like, I, like I mentioned, the biggest flaw I have in uh, Shawshank is no one aged a, a, a day, even though they were in 20, 30, 40 years. How about in breaking a galvanized sewer, a 48 inch sewer pipe with a rock during a lightning storm? That's the, the part yeah. that I always yeah. found tragic. Well, no. how, did, how did he reattach the poster? That's a question. It was oh, hanging over the top. He, 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 it, up yeah, he, it was attached on top. And he went underneath uh, of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was easy. That's well done. I mean, what do you also... think, Bussy Britches? <laughs> Bussy Britches. That's my new nickname for myself. Ron, you're still alive. Good. Britches. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree I... with, like, I agree that it's, pr- I feel like you can have the least amount of flaws in both uh, Shawshank and Forrest Gump. But yeah, there's definitely a lot more flaws in Pop. I mean, right. maybe in some ways that was kind of the exciting part about that filmmaking is there was a lot of flaws. Like that, yeah, that yeah. film felt reckless. Reawakening, uh, that was exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Was, totally. Everything was contextual and that was okay then. For for good or bad now, that's what it was then. And that was that was pretty amazing. Like I even then I wouldn't I wouldn't quote the movie verbatim, mind you, but it's so super quotable because it's just it's so it's so interesting to watch. I mean, I, I bring that even to this day. Oh, there goes Ron. Everyone drink. Nope. Hello. So are, are Hello. We, uh, are we going into mustaches here at some point? Or are we... I certainly hope so. 
Okay. I got it. If you want, Durano, uh, hit hit the uh, the sounder for breaks because Justin just bailed, and um, we'll be back in two. I'm on it. Let the decree go forth. It is time to pee. And now presenting the latest creation from Third Generation Brewing, 1112 Old Timey Root Beer. A deliciously effervescent treat made from the root bark of the sassafras tree. Old time root beer. It's the one with the old timey mustache on the logo. It looks like balls. No, that's not balls. 1112 root beer from third generation brewing. Now without cocaine. Ron, stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hungry? Has she? Give me a a mustache. Listen to the conversation. Sorry, guys. I was just saying uh, hello to my daughter who just came. And are you hungry? We heard that we're all hungry. Could you make (laughs) it all of us and send it out? I will cook for all y'all, and I'm sure Hash would uh, very much enjoy doing that as well. I may or may not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'd like. We're not friends here anymore. <laughs> I guess like not. Okay. We yeah. slandered Mr. Rogers. We like, made I'm a bad a suggestion on. Girl, like you show up, like you 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 show up to somebody's house, you got food in your hand. Like that's how we do in the Midwest. My grandma's from so, Kentucky. I, I got so. an air fryer today. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. nice, nice. Thank you, Troy, for the recommendations. Um, yeah. Holy shit! Do you Amazing, love it? Isn't it? I mean, it's been less than twelve hours, so I can only eat so much. But yeah, I'm and yeah, I'm into it. Which make? Uh, I made a um, kind of an imitation Chick Fil A sandwich. Ah, without uh, without all the prejudice, <laughs> without yeah, the Jesus. Totally. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I meditated <laughs> and like prayed before I did it. And Way <laughs> more delicious without the hate. Will yeah. you make it on Sunday? <laughs> I make it only on Sunday because fuck your fake lord. Holy, every time. day is Sunday. Every day is. Yes. Love it. I still love Chick fil A. Never not working. <laughs> so, book report There's time. There's one super close to my office, and sometimes when I'm hungry, like I might grab one. I'm not going to lie, but. It's been a while, but I'm chicken might. nuggets are not bad. You can if you uh, buy the chicken so nuggets, good. I don't give a it shit. You feel less guilty. Never <laughs> yeah, well. I already I, going to hell. Doesn't matter. My be- my best friend's gay, and he goes there. So I'm like, all right, I'm good to go. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> still a rat best friend goes tastes there. like I'm filet mignon, but I wouldn't <laughs> fucking know because I don't eat filth. <laughs> as soon as he said, I'm like, I, I don't oh, have no, the bandwidth to worry about it. It's like just good chicken. Pie, I'm like, all know. right, it's good chicken. He says it's good chicken. He goes there. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the bandwidth either. It's like, okay, it's right there. I'm hungry. Okay, it's good. Like I'm, sh- I, like, I'm sure McDonald's <laughs> lobbied for Trump. I'm still getting McDonald's. <laughs> well, here, <laughs> in Mike Schur's book, money. How to Be Perfect. It's really a good philosophy book. Like hash and yikes, you guys would really dig that out that book. And we talked about it a little bit a couple couple podcasts ago, right? But it's getting better. The longer I read it, the more complicated it gets. This guy's really sincere, and I really appreciate that about him. Did you watch? Because I need some reading material. I did. How to be perfect by Mike Schur. I will be right. How to be perfect? Yeah, it's his philosophy. It's it's essentially a layman's guide to uh, all written history of philosophy, right? Oh, 
And it's okay. it sounds you think it should be a comedy book or you think it should be a, something else, but it's very, very cerebral and very thoughtful. And I find myself relating to the philosophers he talks about because he does from the ancient Greek, ancient beginnings through the Greeks, through through modern modern times. And it's great. I really love it. And I wish I could connect with Mike Sure. So I need I need a book that I can read for a four and a half hour flight. So that sounds like a promising. It's um, it's a lot of pages. It's pretty. It's, it's more than four and a half hours listening. Yeah, it's certainly I, more than I, well, I have four and a half hours back after that. So okay. I have this book right now, and I've been trying to. It, it's honestly been a couple years, but it's this book called How to Do Nothing. And it's have you heard? I don't, of it? Need, I don't need a book. I, I want to know how to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> can Goodbye. we still make money with doing nothing? Like, I mean, that's a, that's the book I want to read. Right? How to do nothing and make money. That's that's the book I need to read. That's the cat. It's not about exactly. money, but it's about like kind of like the similar, I still have bills. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a similar similar level of what I would assume Mike Sure is writing about, which is. Um, of like trying to be present in your life which is very hard you know like we all have tons of shit going on all the time and it's really hard to just be present in your thoughts uh i've been thinking about this lately uh it's almost impossible to achieve in some ways this is helping it's also terrifying I have yeah. a couple of books I could I would love to share with 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 you yikes so, you know offline not here but um I spent a lot of time working on some of the stuff that I hear you're thinking about and have to deal with and my god getting your brain right is the only way to getting your brain where you, where it can be is the only way to get through these this life that we we call misery sometimes and um, yeah 100% like I I okay so I'm you guys know I'm 50 and I think Aren't it really all? does. Yeah, <laughs> I think it really does take you know a good amount of time of wisdom and experience to understand who just you are as a person, but also understanding the world and how to um, interact with other people and being happy within that space. And also, Trey Cordial seltzers suck. <laughs> just you know, treating every day as. You know, today I'm just going to be good and kind and happy and understand that not everybody is in the same space that I am. And there are things going on in their lives that may have an impact on how they interact with you and not holding it against them because I don't want them to hold it against me if I'm in that space myself. You know, we spend a lot of time thinking about that, defending ourselves from the perceived attacks of other people that don't ever come because everyone else is living their living their days, right? Well, and the people the people that care yeah, about you care I mean, about I, you. What I'm saying is, like, I live my days, but if somebody interacts with me in like a not positive way, I'm saying I don't hold that against them. You know, it's like I move on. It's like life is really short, so it's a matter of getting to that place ourselves though. Right. And I, I have gotten to that place like recently, um, maybe the last couple of years, but I'll tell you what, these last two months I have been out of that place and I've got so much tension and I'm trying to get back into that place. Um, 
but it, I think it comes with wisdom and experience and time. That's all I'm saying. Hundred percent. And you, you you only you only get to live the life you lead. And you do you do the thing you do. And when you when you make your choices, you don't have to hang your head for anybody or ever do anything about it because you have free choice to do exactly what you should do. And mm-hmm. when you do it, that's perfect. And and the people that that you used to be, be friends with or didn't like or they liked you back or whatever else anymore, it's it's simply you know what. I'm doing this. I'll be here if you need me. If you want to be my friend, great. If you don't, I will find other things because <laughs> this thing is more important to me than anything else in life. And right. And maybe- I literally said to Paul like earlier when we were at the ball bar just to like fuck with him. I go, Zanzan. you know, I've I've spent most of my <laughs> life just really worried about what other people think of me. Mm. And he just looked at me and I was like, no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So since we're since we're talking about this, I think this would be a really interesting thing to talk about for penis. two minutes on a podcast. Because uh, I've talked to Hash about this once, and you can edit this all out if you want, but I think it's kind of interesting. Hey, Ron, Ron stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to stop recording, but um God dude. I have moments where I get really, really stressed out before i go on this podcast um and it doesn't make any sense to me Uh and it's because i really like you guys and i really want to kind of like be funny and be entertaining so i spend eight hours looking up laverne and shirley bullshit (laughs) Uh, and i like that a lot in my life but it's such an interesting thing in terms of um i i think that what I, I said to Hash once is that I, I feel uh, like I have imposter syndrome. And I wonder if that's a normal podcasting thing. Like I got it. Yeah, I, I would do, say it probably are we is. All, do we all have that? Yeah, I would I would agree that sometimes I do as well. And I would think sometimes like when I do have that feeling that you just described, I think about other people that actually have bigger more recognizable podcasts and recognizable names and i, and I think to myself well the, fir- the first one i thought like i was thinking of like the levitard show and i thought about amino hassan because he's you know got his other xenophobe it was like the first thing that popped in my head and i because because amina is somebody that i think about like who just doesn't give a shit like that's he just says what he thinks and says what he feels and he says what he's experienced at least that's my perception. And I, I've thought to myself with him specifically, I wonder if he gets nervous before he gets on a podcast. I have. I've thought about that. Well, it's weird because I listen to him and I, I listen to what he says about stuff like that. It makes me think he doesn't get nervous. But it's just so funny to me that I feel totally comfortable with all of you people. And I still have like stress. And I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. Like oh, I'm like I'm sending Ron like my top four like list, and I'm like, is this good enough? Like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, it's very uh, it's interesting stuff to talk about. Just in terms of, it's probably not great for the podcast, but it's great for talking about my friendship with you guys. Well, this mm-hmm. podcast is about yeah. friendships. It's not about right yeah. podcasting, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing we can always talk about is is that um. 
this group came together through diversity of challenge in life and whatever it is that's, that's challenging your day, you know, I, I haven't been through maybe something similar, but not exactly. And, and same, same. And, and we just try and be there. And so I think the idea of, of the, the, it's not so much anxiety of, of performance as much as missing out for me. It's like, I would, I'd like to be, I want to see you guys. I want to hear you. I want to hear what you have to say. You know, when the discord gets away from me on a Tuesday or a Thursday and it's, it's like three or four days till I get back to it. I'm like, I, I don't know where I'm at. Oh, whatever. What's, what's, what's going, what's going on here? Wow. These guys are really doing great. So I, I feel inferior about, you know, no, I'm not creative. I don't have a thing. I don't do anything. I, I just, I just want to be around these people that I like to talk to. And this is always where the pod gets serious around hour four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, notoriously yeah. four and a half hours in. Oh, the four and a half hour really mark is where serious. it's at, right? But, but it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's like in, and it's situationally because I could go on the air at a radio station where I had thousands of listeners, but then I would go do uh, intros at the comedy club and getting out there in front of fucking 45 people, sometimes I'd be <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, it just depends. I yeah. Live versus cognitive dissonance of friends talking about each other being recorded is a different thing, right? It just is. That's why podcasting yeah. has become such a thing, such a great, great venue. You don't have to be an FM radio guy distributed to any stations to have friends and commitments and... Right. Well, we can't get any money out of it, but you can get at least the connection of of of, uh, of shared experience and mm-hmm. th- and people who care about your your misery because there's a lot of misery in the world. One of the funniest things about being at home with my parents and not to go, we can go past this at the moment, but they try to understand. Like I try to under uh, explain what the podcast is to them. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> impossible this is to explain yeah. yeah like they're like well what do you talk about and i'm like well fatty arbuckle mustaches mr rogers scandals like but then it's also like them being like i snorted totally did the baseline question is basically like, why do you do this? And it's like, well, it's fucking fun as shit. I got no yeah. place like, else I don't, to go. Like, <laughs> how do you know these people? I don't know. Twitter. Like, I the, the Twitter. I love the Twitter. You're you old. Know, you like, said the Twitter. I, that's, that's how I. <laughs> no, I, I I the specifically Twitter. call it the Twitter just to act like yeah. an old person. Ironically, no, I, I do yeah. that on purpose. That makes me cool. Yeah, but that's how I met my the boyfriend. The tweet tweet Paul. machine. Like we met on the Twitter because he's a Bears fan, and we knew each other like as Twitter friends for a little over a year as interacting as Bears fans, right? And as it turns out, um, at the time, he lived like maybe, I don't know, 10 or 12 minutes away. But now he literally lives like one street over from me in my neighborhood. And it's like, we never would have met if it wasn't for Twitter. We never would have met each other at all. 
So you, so your love is based in Bears Twitter. <laughs> well, that's how it started. <laughs> well, hatred of Justin Fields. <laughs> no, we all no, we love Justin. Oh yeah, is it He's is QB1, it love a dick? QB one. Is Come it love a dick? Trade that number one pick away because Justin's our guy. Let's go. That'll be the second Ohio State quarterback taken in the last three years in the top three quarterback field. Justin's our guy. Stroud's going Justin this year too. Number two. He has shouldn't he be passing have potential. Any receivers. Okay. So that's going to get corrected. And it doesn't matter that it's not their guy. Ryan Poles would not have been hired if he wouldn't have said, Yeah, Justin is my guy. They were like, Justin, we drafted him. Like, you're going to come here and be our GM? Then Justin's your guy. And he agreed to that. Like, it's a done deal. So don't give me that shit, Colin Coward. You're a dumbass. I love that we have, we now have regional Chicago Bears and Minnesota. This is like an NFC North podcast. It kind of is, yeah. Your deep love for Chicago Bears and Deep hatred for Chicago Cubs makes no fucking sense. It makes all the sense <laughs> in the world, bro. <laughs> it's, it's infuriating. Only because it's your deep love for the Cardinals. That's what makes it makes no but sense. We, we did have a cat over there. So like, sends through I the saw a lot of cat asshole. Yes, I did see a lot of... <laughs> all my cats. <laughs> all my cats. Sponsored by Caramel Liqueur. Because why the hell not? Oh, <laughs> 